Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode one, why you need to go all in. So hi there, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. And today's topic is one that we'd love to kickstart this project, this prosperity project with you on this journey. Now the title, why you need to go all in, is something of a kind of life motto, a life mantra that I particularly embrace. And I know you do too, Matt. And for us, it's all about having that fire, that grit, that passion in your life. And for us, it's so important when we see each other trying to achieve goals or anyone else you've got to really have that fire that spark and believe go fully 100% all into what you want to achieve so today that's what we're going to talk about and I was particularly inspired for this episode based off a quote that kept coming up every time I was reading or listening to podcasts and it was to do with if people don't have a vision for their life ultimately they perish or they become less than what they should be so it's not only just about going along with the flow circumstances that come along in your life it's also about deciding taking a step back picking one goal or maybe a couple of goals a direction for your life and committing even to take the next steps in it and the difference that that can truly make to your life and suppose with the the podcast the whole point is for us we want to give you those strategies those tips that we've learned along our journeys that have helped us work towards the goals that we are still working towards right now and the goals that we've achieved in the past so some of the things for me that have been no way that I absolutely had to go all in on regardless of what the outcome was was our marriage our family situation and as well our passions and our purpose a lot of time when you want to do something you believe it's the right thing in your life it can be easy that the bumps come along and you might get swayed to just give up I think that's both of us really get that sense of the the problems might come along but if you keep going something even greater can be on the other side so I just wanted to kind of really touch upon that as we open up this podcast today Um, so it's definitely this podcast is going to be our thoughts and feelings on that topic and hopefully if anything you know be in touch with us if you've got any thoughts as well on how you tend to go all in in your life so for you Matt what would you say what does all in really stand for you? I think all in's quite a difficult one because generally it it forces this feeling of needing to sacrifice needing to give up and needing to show a level of commitment which can be challenging for a lot of people i think that there's that saying from the star wars movies where yoda said (laughs) do or do not there is no try there is no try (laughs) and i think that is ultimately what going all in is you don't try to do something you commit you make that effort and especially if you are passionate about the outcome, then you just throw everything into it. I think often as not, if you give up on something, you possibly weren't that focused on the outcome. You didn't really want Mm. that final outcome because from my point of view, I'm happy to start things and potentially give up if it's not for me (laughs) or to change direction if I'm finding it's not quite working out. But generally that's because I haven't got a massive focus on what the end game exactly looks like. Mm -hmm. You just have a kind of feeling you want to create, right? Exactly. And that's what most people can relate to. And that's where I think 
all in works, but there needs to be an element of flex as to how you shape your life to achieve it and what that goal happens to be. Whereas when you have quite a defined goal and a fixed goal, let's say, for example, you want to lose eight, 10 pounds of weight. Well, then that's quite a clear goal. It's very well defined. And also there's a clear way of doing it, either through changing your food consumption or changing your activity levels. But ultimately there is, in that particular regard, there is no try. There is nothing but going all in and committing to that goal Mm -hmm. and the goal happens. The challenge you have is being able to commit to that all in. And really, I think if you can't commit, then you, you can't want the outcome enough you, mm, or, or yeah. you can't believe in yourself being able to achieve it. Mm. And maybe that's the bigger problem. Exactly. It's, the, it's seeing yourself achieve it, isn't it? And the, the reason why this topic kind of stuck in my head has been the first topic for the podcast, brand new project for us working together, is because I want to see everyone I love about really going all in for their prosperity. So prosperity, when we've been chatting about what we should call our podcast, this, the word prosperity seemed to fit perfectly. So if you don't know my background, that's okay. My background is usually teaching people about money and investing. Um, I've got a YouTube channel and a blog that does that in the background. And Matt's passion is really on the health and fitness side and also a little bit about the money side as well, the finance side. But I want to see people thriving. We want to see you thriving if you're listening to this podcast as well. So that's why the Prosperity Project, really going full force, all in that you can to make your life as prosperous, health, wealth, your happiness, your passion for life. That would be my best wish for everyone that I know and love. And if, if we can kind of inspire you along the way, that'd be incredible. So let's really think about some of the things in our own life. We've talked about like having a goal and really trying to see the vision of yourself achieving it. Because ultimately that's what the, you know, the growth comes from. You have a next step in your life you believe is right. And whether that is just you'd like to earn a bit more money because you maybe want a bit more freedom, you want a bit more flexibility. So something associated with that it's then getting into the stage where actually you believe it and that's all down to really what you're telling yourself about if it's possible and the feelings that it makes you believe in your body so having the thought that you can achieve it or you will achieve something as close as you can get to that and then feeling that good sensation that it's possible and I really wanted to share as well maybe one of the key things from our journey in the past couple of years I had this vision of being debt free so to do with money in particular obviously that we had quite a lot of credit card debt that we were dealing with um, and I just believed that there was a better way of living rather than being um, consumed by debt always making quite large payments on a debt out of our two wages there just had to be a better way and that's where that fire and grit you you believe something better or even though you might have the the thoughts that oh it won't be possible it'll be too hard you'll never get there you kind of shove those in the background and that's where your grit comes from you believe in the vision so, so strongly don't you so the biggest challenge you have when you're clearing debts when there's weight loss anything that takes time is actually that is where you require the grit and the determination the most and also the reminding yourself of what that goal is. So when we're looking at clearing that credit card debt, um, which was very large at the time, absolutely it's possible to clear it, but the challenge was that it was a lot of money each month and it wasn't something that wasn't, it wasn't something that was going to get cleared mm. over the course of two or three months. 
And when you're looking at a much longer game for a particular task, then it's much harder to be focused at the beginning and maintain that focus all the way through. Absolutely, absolutely. And another thing that when you set the goal, when I had that fire in my belly to get rid of the day, you know what I'm like, I set a timeline and I want to smash it as everyone does. But when you set a vision and goal, the great thing is when you get behind it, even in a small way, you suddenly find there's lots of other resources will come into your life. Like you brought in so many books for me to read, so many blog articles. There always seemed to be a new way that I was finding or excited to learn about where we could, you know, learn about snowball or avalanche method, whatever it was to get rid of it. And that's, you open yourself up to so many more possibilities of achieving your goal when you decide, do you know what, I'm going to just give it my best or at least try my 95%, even though I might doubt in some way. And I think right now um, we're both doing something similar. So we've obviously paid off that debt. We paid off that debt within three years when it should have taken us five. So again, all those extra efforts came our way, all those extra possibilities. And in our own life right now, we've kind of been setting fitness challenges, so a different area of our prosperity. Absolutely. So when you're looking at the the debt situation, to be fair, that was something that had to be managed and dealt with. Either you continue paying for potentially the rest of time, or you try to fast track it as best you can. But ultimately, you don't really have a choice Mm. but to pay. So in many ways, because the decision's made for you, it's somewhat easier to make it happen and get to an end result of some sort. But when we're looking at our health and fitness, we decided, well, Jennifer brought to me a particular plan called Hard 75. Yep. Which <laughs> I found was... it randomly when cycling one day. So we always work it every day, pretty much. And this year, I kind of set a goal to do maybe the whole of January, was it? Just to try and do that. Um, and I had randomly found this podcast that talked about Hard 75, so on you go. So Hard 75 is basically you do 75 days of multiple different types of activity to improve your health and well-being. So you need to do at least 45 minutes of exercise, an additional 45 minutes of exercise that's outdoors. Yep. So technically you can do both outdoors, but one has to be outdoors and it doesn't need to be intensive. They can actually be just brisk walks or, or whatever suits you. You also need to be looking at managing your food consumption. Yep. Following a diet in some way. Reading um, a book, um, at least 10 pages, drinking more water, and I'm sure there was something else in there. I can't remember, I can't remember, but I think that's the crux of it anyway. It was water, reading, it, and this was the first thing. So what struck me, I've obviously heard of various exercise routines, and we'll, we'll link it, we'll put it down in the description that you can actually go and check out the original podcast that talks about Hard 75, that you can go and see the original plan. But it was the first ever holistic plan or strategy that I had heard about where somebody was looking at the whole person's development so not just right go for a walk go for an exercise every day it was also reading so something that's hugely important personal development motivating you to read every day learn something new look after your diet but what I've been really loving is actually being the two ways that it's the exercises isn't it that's been something that's really been groundbreaking for us being outside walking every day So generally, we would have worked out most days anyway. We've actually got a good discipline. We have a home gym set up in the garage. So going out each day, generally in the mornings for each of us, isn't really a challenge. But we weren't in the habit of doing outdoor exercise. And we certainly weren't in the habit of doubling down 
on that time spent exercising <laughs> it each never day. crossed her mind <laughs> so that's been interesting but also not really that challenging mm, yeah. both of us really enjoy going out for a walk um, granted, we probably don't enjoy it in the bad weather, and we've been lucky enough not to have any of that so far in this plan. But we really do enjoy a walk when we go on holiday. Mm. It's one of those things yeah. that we try to do every single day. So it's actually just motivated us to do those things that we would like to do anyway. Yeah. It's just put a little bit more discipline around it. And also, the thing about the Hard 75 plan is that if you skip a day of any of the elements then you set the timer back to zero and you start again. Exactly. So the you, fear factor. <laughs> so, so you have that fear factor of missing any one of these points and therefore it makes you really, really commit to it. It's very easy, I think, if you're following any kind of plan or process and you skip a day but you can carry on the next day. And that that's all well and you should do that. You should never look at an exercise plan or, or anything you're trying to do and find that you miss a day and therefore everything's thrown away. But with the Hard 75, it actually really keeps you committed. It really puts that grit into the process. Yeah. Yeah. Because even if you're feeling a little bit under the weather, even if it's pouring of rain or heavy <laughs> snow... Typical in Scotland. <laughs> you still focus on just persevering, getting the, getting the work done, and making sure that you tick off those things on that day that you need to in order to achieve the goal. Yep, and we're mega competitive as well. So that's, but the hard 75, the essence of it, as you said, is grit. But actually, you could do this with anything. You could, although the hard 75 is one method that we've really resonated with right now, we were really enjoying it. You could do this with any area of your life. And it goes back to actually a principle, a Japanese principle called Kaizen. And Kaizen basically means it was started. Um, in a number of the manufacturing factories over there where basically Kaizen philosophy is seek for 1% improvement every day. So the whole point of that philosophy in Japan is from the ground level all the way up to senior management, the whole point is somebody, everyone in each of their responsibilities is looking to make 1% improvement, put any suggestion forward that can help efficiency, production. So we can even take that into our own life that the whole point of Hard 75 or anything, you have a goal. Our goal was just to kind of work on our fitness. But I love the fact that this was a kind of more holistic about you as a person. But you could really strip that down and say, right, for 10 days, seven days, I'm going to every single day put my 1% action towards the goal I want well actually I think the great thing about it is yes it's 75 days for this particular process and you could do a modification of it to suit yourself yeah. but ultimately it's not really 75 days or 10 <laughs> days or 30 days it's today yeah exactly do what you need to do today um, and that really applies let's say you're looking at weight loss and you have let's say 20 pounds to lose you, you do have 20 pounds to lose, but how do you do it? Well, you work on losing a pound. Yep. You work on that one pound, you lose that one pound, and then you repeat for another pound. <laughs> but you're only focusing ever on the one yeah. pound ahead and achieving that yep. and getting the work done. And the same with money, you know, stripping it all right back. We didn't pay off... Um, all our credit card debt in one lump sum we had to every single month work at it and what happens is you start really slowly and compound interest exponential growth fantastic book called the compound effect by dan hardy i believe basically says you know you'll start really slow and then it will just be like a snowball and you'll really quickly make progress and our suggestion really would be if you don't decide to go all in 
to the vision or the goal, even one area of your life, how will you ever know what you were truly able to achieve? And that can be at the age you are now or even what then would the future hold if you don't try at least your best to make some effort to get there. Even five years down the line, if you started today saying I'm going to read 10 pages because it's really important to me to develop a skill set, I can see myself doing a different job, I'm going to start today 10 pages, that's all I'm going to commit to. You will never know the difference that five years of reading 10 pages every day, you will get through hundreds, if not close to a thousand books by doing that. How will you be able to share your talents without the fear if you've never taken that first step? It's like anything, you know, I picked up a camera for YouTube. Absolutely, I was frightened the first video I made. We're probably a little bit hesitant first podcast, but the only way to get it done is to take the first step. You've got to overcome that fear and go all in in your life. So we've spoken about all in as far as finances and our debt, but we didn't really have a choice but to do something with it. It was always going to be there and always need to be paid. And we've also spoken about going all in on the health and fitness. But again, probably for us, considering we were working out already and also neither of us were particularly dissatisfied with our bodies, again, that's quite easy. But we have actually made a change over the last 12, 18 months, which has been one of those all-in moments, which was much harder for us. And that was when we decided that I should quit my job, be a stay-at-home dad. and That was a bit of a game changer. (laughs) And we moved to one income. And that was due to various factors, but ultimately the working-life balance, the children and the way they were being looked after and the juggling that we had to do and everything else wasn't working for us. We needed a solution that was going to give us a better quality of life overall. And therefore, we had to make that drastic change of just me quitting my job. Well, to be fair, we didn't have to make that change. We could have stuck with what we were doing. We could have tried little things here and there, tested the water here. But we actually just decided to rip the plaster off (laughs) and just go all in. Even though there was lots of fear, probably worrying about how much money would come in. You balance the books, you do what you need to do. But yeah, definitely... It was a game changer for us, but then the flip side is we're a year down the line and it's one of the best decisions we've ever made. The freedom, the choices, um, the life as well, because it's not only just about income into your house, although that's in change direction as well. The the things that we're able to do as a family is totally different. So what I wanted to do was kind of give you the first strategy as one of the deal breakers for you if you you wanted to see how much you were capable of and just really resonate with this going all in in your life and one of the the tools i found has been immensely helpful is the the kind of future planning or goal setting or even seeing what vision you have for your own life and there's a tool that is called three by three pages it's based of a morning pages technique that julia cameron and the artist we describes and talks about and teaches and essentially what it is is if you can in the next week after listening to this podcast I want you to take half an hour of your time maybe sit outside in the garden alone try and get the kids away from you whatever distractions turn away the phone and sit there and think about what would actually your ideal situation for your daily life look like in perhaps one year or even five years from now so imagine yourself being five years older let's say as that rough estimate so for me i'm 38 had to check there what age i was so i would be 43 
So what you would want to start is write down on a bit of paper, a couple of bits of paper, ideally three A4 bits of paper for that long stream of thought. Start by imagining you are that age. So you would say, you know, I am 43, I'm happy, I've got my two children, my husband. Describe life. So could it be that you've got up in the morning, you have done some exercise? Do you see yourself reading? Do you see yourself having that great cup of tea or that cup of coffee? What kind of food are you eating? Um, how do you look physically? Are you in the best shape of your life? What do you do for a living? Are you working for yourself? Are you working for the same employer right now? Literally take time on three pages and just that download of your consciousness, what you would think would be the best version of your life that you could achieve in five years and make it stuff that you know you could control. So don't make it that you're going to win the lottery or suddenly have a, a mansion donated to you. Think about things that you could actually make happen. So fitness, absolutely, you can do anything with your body, your mind, you can learn anything. Think about these aspects of your life. And what I'm trying to inspire you to do is really reverse engineer. So you would take those three by three pages, that exercise, and use it as almost a compass to step back to today, what is the one action, the 1%, the Kaizen step in one of those areas that I could even squeeze in for 15 minutes, half an hour? Could it be picking up a dumbbell? Could it be going for a run? Could it be going for a walk, reading a book? What is the one action you can take? And then tomorrow, do the same. Pick one action towards that goal. Um, and it's a technique I've used a couple of times and it's really, it's thought provoking, but it allows you to start thinking about the vision and the goal and the prosperity that you can create. I think the one thing that a lot of people don't recognise or realise is when you want to get to a particular outcome, often as not, you're taking a look at the steps you can do in order to get there. And often as not, you're looking at it being potentially a short-term thing. So, for example, you want to be, let's say, slimmer and fitter. Well, what happens when you are slim and fit? Well, generally, those people that are in a shape that you would potentially like to be in still do that work. Mm -hmm. yep. They continue to work out. And the same as um, the people that are in a position where maybe they work for themselves and they've studied various things. They don't suddenly get to a point where they say, oh, okay, I'm done, <laughs> I'm finished, I'm Tick. a complete human. Those habits continue in order to help you to stay where you are and continue to grow moving forwards. So actually, those habits that you might put in place now to achieve this vision of what you want in the next five years, you will continue to do in that five years, 10 years down the line also. So you may as well start those habits because they will be with you for life if you want that particular outcome. Absolutely, absolutely. So I hope today's podcast has just given you a glimpse on some of the stuff that we are passionate about. Um, we're both really motivated to design life on our terms with prosperity, wealth, health, lifestyle, everything that makes a full picture. Um, and our hope is that today's podcast has given you some ideas, some strategies to take that step forward in your own life and really go all in to see what you can achieve. Now, like anything, we hope you'll come back and join us next week. We've got an idea for a topic and I think we're going to share some strategies about actually putting happiness back in your life. I think it's going to be really quite fun to record together. So as always, we really appreciate your listening today. If you've got any suggestions of topics you'd like to see us talk about, um, get different opinions the Scottish English divide I'm sure we'll get get through them it won't cause any rifts or anything but you can always send us an email we'd love to hear for you from you or a voicemail 
um, if you want to speak to us instead. But if you send that to um, prosperityproject at mamafurfur.com, we will pick up your email. And you never know, if you send us a voice note, we might actually use it on the podcast and answer your question. So thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please hit subscribe so that you hear all our latest episodes. There should be one every week. We're going to try and do that together. So it's a really exciting time. But it has been a pleasure talking to you. I've been Jennifer. I've been Matt. So thank you for listening to The Prosperity Project. Thank you.